Salam and welcome to our podcast, Muslims on Fire. Stories from ordinary Muslims doing extraordinary things. With your host, Maruf. Dear listener, Based on many requests from our listeners, we are launching a Muslims on Fire Academy. It's for those who want to do more than just listening. It's for those who not only want to be inspired, but to be one of the Muslims on Fire as well. It's for those who want to discover their purpose in life, follow their dreams, and live in prosperity. If this is you, join us for a journey of a lifetime. The introduction course is free. Learn more at academy.muslimsonfire.com. Learn more at academy.muslimsonfire.com. Hey, assalamu alaikum. This is Maruf, your host, Muslims on Fire. Today, I have our brother, Sama. Uh, he's joining us today from Washington. Is that correct, brother Sama? Assalamu alaikum. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Assalamu alaikum. I'm coming to you from Istanbul today. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, I used to live in Seattle, but I've been in Istanbul for the past year or so. Uh, okay. Just trying to spend some time here. Sounds good. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a great honor to be here. I've been following some of these episodes and I really like, uh, you know, the types of uh, guests you've had and the format and everything else. So it's just great to be here. Uh yeah, thank you. Thank you to have you on the on the show. Soma, I think um, we know each other only through digital space, right? We have never met in person. So for me, it's also, inshallah, it's going to be a discovery session to get to know you, who you are. <laughs> so uh, let's start on that note. So, I mean, um, like before we even start, just like two in two, three sentences, can you tell the audience who you are and what you do? Uh, sure, uh, inshallah. Uh, so my background has been in engineering and uh, specifically product innovation strategy. And that's basically my my day job. Um, so we've uh, I have a studio up in Seattle and we've helped a lot of uh, product companies uh, launch and sort of figure out their product strategy and stuff. Uh, both hardware, software, apps, all sorts of platforms. Uh, but more recently, we pivoted towards like working on uh, the social impact space and also trying to help more uh, solve some of the challenges within within Muslim contexts. Um, and, you know, like I can give examples later on. But that's mostly what I do for uh, work for work is uh, I'm a consultant on social impact innovation strategy. Um, okay. But recently, you know, because I've been involved in like um, just saying, you know, how can we uh, be more of a service to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through whatever we can do. So we've been doing some interesting side projects here and there. Okay. Um, and one like, you know, that started very recently. Got it. Okay. We'll get back to that. Inshallah. Uh, so I think uh, that's who you are, what you do right now. But usually as a tradition, I'm sure what we do is that we go back. <laughs> way back <laughs> and, and I say, okay, so tell me this. Um, what was the little Osama like? Like, what do you remember from your childhood? And what do you think? Like, <laughs> when you look back, what are the memories you remember and might contribute to who you are today? What, what would that be? Sure. sure. Um, 
Well, I, mean, I think I remember being like a very inquisitive, artsy type of person, um, philosophical writer type. So okay. growing up, I used to write a lot of short stories. Wait, um, wait, wait. Was... So what year? I'm like, you are a very young age. You were philosophical <laughs> writing short stories. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of family jokes about how like I would... F- answer everything in philosophical questions as a young kid okay. <laughs> it's like a separate thing but yeah like I think my teens a lot of um, my focus was like writing stories and doing artsy things like I was really into 3D animation and 3D modeling wow. and stuff like that wow. which is kind of cool but, but you know what I really wanted to do career-wise was actually that I wanted to get into like CGI animation because like I don't know, Jurassic Park had come out and I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> but, but, you know, I came from like a traditional sort of family, uh, you know, where we get like a few choices of career. So um, we we got our choices of career. I picked the engineering route. Um, mm-hmm. And eventually, like initially, I was like, it was an adjustment period going from like an artsy background to like engineering. But eventually I realized that there's a lot of value in blending these two things. Especially when I when I thought, hey, with engineering, you could you could sort of create new types of special effects or new types of systems for CGI or something. Mm-hmm. So that um, so I think that's been like influential throughout my career um, in a way because you know the what out of all of the things that I've been involved in, like this idea of telling a story becomes very very fundamental to everything that we do, right? Absolutely. Whether it's designing a product or launching a product or making a feature or UX design or whatever it is like it has to start from telling a very deep story uh, that connects the thing we're making with with uh, with what the user is going to experience so I think that's been very useful like being able to do fiction storytelling um, not only helps with that but also helps me sit with um, anyone from any sort of background of talent like you know i can sit with designers i can sit with artists and hear their story and understand it from their point of view and it's i think it's just like these small things when we're growing up um this in my case like storytelling this fiction storytelling and getting into different characters uh is one of the things that's really helped me uh in my life alhamdulillah so i mean uh, i think you're originally from pakistan right yeah, uh, I was born in Gilgit, which uh, technically um, it used to be part of Pakistan, but I think technically it's independent. It's like a complicated Puerto Rico type of situation. But um, okay. I grew up in Pakistan, but uh, I'm a UK citizen and I've lived mostly in America um, since okay. college pretty much. So it's been an interesting sort of hopping around the world type of life. I see, I see, I see, I see. So, I mean, even though you were born in Pakistan, but actually your childhood was in U.S., is what you're saying? No, my childhood was mostly in growing up in Pakistan. Okay. Uh, but I went to the U.S. for college. Um, and then after that, it's been mostly in the U.S., um, a little bit back and forth. I went back to Pakistan to set up a company, and then moved the company back to the U.S. Oh, I see. Um, and in the U.S., I've mostly been in Texas and California and Seattle recently. Okay. Um, alhamdulillah, it's been it's been an interesting sort of life because when you get to see both sides of the world in a way, like you can be very flexible. You can like manage your way around many different types of environments and uh, and situations, right? So I want to go back to one thing you said earlier. You said uh, from 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 my background, you said you got to get like 
couple of choices you mentioned like you're talking about this like parents in asia in generally the they want their kids to be either a doctor or lawyer or engineer that's what yeah, you are yeah. <laughs> talking about the four choices right you can be okay. a doctor a lawyer engineer or a failure so. oh okay okay that the for the i thought the failure was an option right there's no option for <laughs> no, i'm kidding but no uh, i do happen to come from a, like a family of doctors mm-hmm. for the most part alhamdulillah um, we were one of the few like early stage engineers in our family and then i was the first one to start a company and so it's been an interesting journey but um, but i am sort of really um, inspired i guess by the next generation because i keep meeting especially in istanbul like people who are doing amazing different things you know like really niche subjects the 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 uh, history of science islamic science or something like that so there's a lot of I, i'm glad that that sort of stereotype is kind of changing but uh, but no, at mean, least you know growing up that was I, to, I mean, the thing is, like, we will come back to that to where you are. Sure. I think one thing I want to go a little bit, a little bit deep on this one is that I think I think this actually this actually much bigger issue than what we really think. This this expectations, right, of parents. I think if 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 you me or many of us, you know, especially coming from many Muslims from the Asia. Let's put it this way. Uh, so that's why I want to go a little bit down. So look, um, as you said, there are four options. I thought there were three. Maybe there are now four. Anyway, so the, 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 I think at the end of the day, the source of happiness comes to at the, like one of the things is like aligning expectations, right? Imagine right. your parents want you to be this, but right. you feel like you're not that, but you want to be that. Right? You, know, you know what I mean? Like you want something, but your parents some, want something else. That's like, but again in islam like we are we are kind of encouraged to to respect our parents to to, to do our you know to please everything we could but at the same time there's this like like the struggle you know the mm. one and the one this out of these three choices but you feel like you're not one of them um are you the failure or are you something else right but i believe like i personally sincerely believe that every person there in a deep level they they have their own story, right? I mean, if we if the person like does his best to struggle to find the cause in this, they eventually will. But the question is that that the, the society, parents, family expectations. The question is, will there be enough will? Will there be enough time? Will there be enough patience to get to that? Right. So the question I'm gonna ask you back is that, like, like right now you don't you don't call yourself engineer. You I mean, let's put it this way. Do you think you are doing right now, you enjoy what you really do right now? Are you happy what you do right now? Right, right. Um, and so, I mean, let me uh, answer it in like a more broader sort sure. of context from what, what you mentioned. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, this is an important sort of challenge within our traditional sort of uh, Muslim environments, I guess. But, um, you know, alhamdulillah, like my parents were very, very open to like whatever we wanted to do, but at the same time, we're, we're sort of convincing, let's just say, in, in, a, in their advice that, you know, certain career paths would be like, you know, better for us. Um, but beyond that, I mean, they've been very supportive of a lot of the things um, that I've been able to do, like, for example, you know, branching off into my own company, and then the company sort of went off and into, you know, defining its own sort of niche and saying this is what we want to do this is what what is exciting um and i mean obviously we we even though you know we're doing that as adults on our own sort of choice but at the same time um it is good to see you know that our parents or my parents have been very 
sort of morally supportive of uh, a lot of these uh, directions in life. But at the same time, um, I feel broadly speaking that um, now, like, you know, after like experiencing a lot of these things, I feel like um, people should be, uh, people can can achieve whatever they set their mind to achieve as long as they set out to do it with ihsan and to do it for good, you know. Uh, and then within those two restrictions, what I'm experiencing nowadays in life, uh, especially, is that there is a, this, it opens up a lot of um, what we traditionally define a career to be. Because a career defined as either engineering or this or this is, is actually quite restrictive. And if you actually say, no, we are setting out to do good in the world and we're going to solve certain problems. And along the way of solving these problems, um, we're going to learn whatever needs to be learned in order to solve it. That actually leads to a more fulfilling type of uh, quote unquote career, if you will, because um, you learn a much broader set of expertise from a much broader set of uh, um, uh, disciplines. But also, you know, you're, 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 uh, approach to whatever you're doing in life is very practical, right? Um, and I'll, I'll cover like a couple of examples of that, but it's not just something that I've been experiencing in my career right now, but also, uh, you know, recently I came across this charity foundation called the Karam Foundation, and we're supporting that right now. But um, the Karam Foundation is doing the same sort of idea for, for Syrian refugee um, teenagers who, you know, often miss a lot of like their uh, educational years and they lose a lot of confidence. So to build confidence, they have this program um, in, in what they call the Karam Houses here in Istanbul, which is the same idea that instead of a traditional like, let's teach you physics, chemistry, math, they're given challenges to solve. Like let's build a prosthetic limb or let's build a new type of wheelchair. And along the way of doing that, they, the kids basically end up teaching themselves and I think this, uh, the reason I use that example is I, I feel that this is such a powerful way of teaching that this should be extrapolated into how we think about our careers in general, uh, which is to say, like, here's what I want to do. Here's how I want to, you know, put my footprint in the world mm -hmm. in terms of uh, the good I want to create. And then let's go and learn whatever needs to be learned in order to do that. Right. But anyway, coming back to your question, though, um, yes, alhamdulillah, like right now, I'm very uh, blessed and happy to be doing the stuff that I'm doing because of that reason mm -hmm. is um, I was focusing on a traditional like product innovation career, which is very restrictive because you're making devices and apps and stuff. But we brought it up and said, now I want to work, work on social impact. So I want to solve for, you know, poverty, climate change, um, refugees, homelessness, whatever it is. And those are uncertain areas which has really driven like my own internal learning as well as like the ideation and problem solving and everything else. So alhamdulillah, like we've been, I'm particularly like at a point where I'm uh, very sort of focused and happy with having found the type of thing that I think I can really resonate with. And it brings together everything that I feel I am internally. Um, and, 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 and in the process, you know, like now I'm happy to like also mentor and coach other people to help them find that type of center for them i mean that's 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 amazing really so i mean if you if you go back to that question is i guess that look i mean we know that parents they want the best right they want to of course right. they, i mean whenever they even they say that look be a doctor be a lawyer be engineer this but they never say to right. be failure right what they want to be this <laughs> and that, that, that what they what they what they mean is that like they believe right they sincerely believe right. this is a really legit 
the career path. This this way you can make money. So mm. I mean, the intention is good, right? The intention mm -hmm. is good. Let's put it this way: it's not because they want us to fail. They want us to be something or someone. That's uh, that at the same time. What I think at the back of the hand is like, look, being someone. At the same time, you have to earn your sustenance, right? They don't because right, right. I think what they don't want us to be is that saying, oh, I want to be, I want to do this and that, but end up doing nothing. Don't want that, of course, right? That's why they say, look. This is a chosen path. This is a safe path. Choose this and, and, and do that. And that's the intention. So once we know right. the intention, right, the core intention, okay, I got it. I agree with it, right? Of course, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I want to be someone that, um, that does something good and also make my own living, right, by doing so. Right. That's, that's mm -hmm. a very noble thing to do. Right. But I think here comes the but is do we agree that this is not the only three option of doing that, right? <laughs> that, that, is a, that, that is the thing I think we have to understand and consult and be gentle with our parents and say, look, uh, mom, but dad, I, I really, I love you because I know you love me, you do this. So instead of only three, what you're saying is that this is what I see is a good thing. There's only path A, path B, path C, but I'm just saying is that, is it possible there is path D? Is it possible there are, more letters in the alphabet, you know, maybe there are more numbers, but to be honest this way, like, like look at the world. Do you see only lawyers and uh, engineers or, or, the, or the doctors, or do you see much more different uh, di like diversity, right? I mean, which yeah. is obvious, right? So I think at the end of the day, if they, I mean, most of, to be honest, if their parents are sincere, right? If they're really sincere, they understand, okay, son or daughter, you understand what you're saying. I, I know you have a good heart. I believe in you. Okay, go for it. Like you, like it was the case in your in your case. I think that is the thing. Um, the reason I think we are mentioning this, going into this detail is that, as I said again, yeah, this is good way getting to know each other. But I think um, there are people, I think they are in that situation right now. The people, right, right. future generation will be in that situation right now. And my hope, and I think our hope is that they they can communicate that, you know, because I think in the day to expect it, uh, land expectations with their parents. So, um, so they can, inshallah, you know, find yeah, that yeah. place where you are, you know, you and know, that's and, really and, crucial. And this is, this brings up kind of like an important point uh, or something that's important or near and dear to my heart is this uh, hope that I have that all of us, especially our new generation should be, uh, especially Muslims, we need to think about becoming the solution for the world, right? Not a solution for our own communities, but you know the world, as you know, is is going through a lot of trouble. Uh, let's just say climate change or something. We need a lot of great Muslim philosophers, artists, innovators, geniuses to show up and say, let's you know become like the Avengers and tackle these problems for everybody. And if you do that, that inspires not just our new generations, but also it inspires everyone in the world to say, hey, these you know we can all sort of come together and solve something big. And in order to do that, because um, I mean, this is, I'm just mentioning this because this has been like one of my kind of thesis that I go around talking about a lot. Okay. Um, but what I find is that because out of good intention um, in our communities, we've been sort of pushed into certain career trajectories to say, okay, you're just an engineer or you're just this or just that it actually limits the ability for us to solve these big problems, you know, um, because we have to think outside of our box or, or outside of our disciplines and work with many other disciplines to tackle some of these challenges, which actually seem simple, but they're really, really complex. Um, 
And so in, in that conversation that you're saying, uh, it's not just a conversation with, let's say, your parents, but it's a conversation to have with yourself to say, is it enough for me at this point just to say I'm just going to be an engineer and go, to, go through these motions? Or uh, should I look at my sort of self-development in, in a broader sense to say, what is, the, what is my thesis? What's the thing that I'm so passionate about solving for that I'm going to then start to move my career and move my learning? towards solving for that, right? I'll yeah. give you a real qu quick example of that um, based on, it's a project we finished recently, but I'm, I, it's still unannounced. But inshallah, we get to announce it soon enough. Um, but this involved architecture and arc, uh, as well as engineering, as well as artificial intelligence, as well as um, essentially art uh, or design. And this is a really interesting but complex project, but the output of this was relating to solving for climate change um, or building like sustainable environments and things like that. But in this project, what is interesting is whenever I would talk about this, the first reaction people would have is, but you're, you're an engineer. How can you do something which involves architecture? <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And we said, obviously we're involving architects to work with us, but it was just interesting to see that reaction that people would say, no, I'm expecting you to only be an engineer. Why are you doing something which involves engineering and architecture? So I want to put together? you on, on this box, but you are, why you are jumping boxes, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so that's why like, it, it's interesting for me to say, well, what if you flip this model and say, no, I'm just trying to solve for climate change, no matter what happens. And if it requires me to learn about architecture, I'm going to go and do that, right? If it requires me to learn about aesthetic design or color theory or whatever, I'll do that in order to solve for the problem like and and these are problems that you know in my work recently i've been running into like last year i got a chance to work with the deaf muslim community uh in the u.s uh in and and so when we work with uh people who are who are hard of hearing and uh maybe even visually impaired but mostly hard of hearing uh people like they're when you tackle, when you start to look at the world from their point of view, you have to learn a lot of new disciplines, right? You have to learn about sound theory, uh, which you might say, well, I'm just an engineer. I'm not a musician. I'm not, why am I learning about music theory, sound theory, and stuff like that? Why am I learning about biology? But you have to in order to solve these problems, right? Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess what I'm trying to do, hopefully, is like encourage people to say like, um, in this like con conversation on which career trajectory to go for, um, eventually, very soon, it should evolve into this type of conversation on what is the thesis that I'm really passionate about and how do I build some specialty for that, right? Uh, no matter where we start from. So we could start from like a medical sort of uh, uh, background, but we could still evolve towards bioinformatics or something involving technology if needed to solve for particular types of problems. Right? I see. I see. I mean... It, it it makes it makes a sense. I think before, like like as you said, um, one of the things you were I think you were mentioning is that you you wanted to be engineer, right? You you were engineer, but at some point, as you mentioned, that uh, you take a decision. Look, I I don't want to be in that box anymore. I want to be more uh, inclined towards the projects, more like like as it was called the social entrepreneurship, right? But I think you also mentioned that at one point, I think there were two pivots, right? That one thing was that instead of just doing it for the profit organizations, you want to do more socially responsible organizations. I think the other thing was also you mentioned that you were more into like inclined to do 
projects with Muslim communities or for Muslim communities. Is is, is that right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. can you can you like elaborate on that? I mean, what what changed? What happened there? Sure, sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so this is kind of my, like my big sort of journey, I guess. Um, so, you know, out of uh, college, like starting from engineering, um, I focused really heavily on product uh, design and product innovation. Um, eventually, like set up my own studio for that. Um, and alhamdulillah, we were doing pretty well. We helped uh, over 350 products over 10 years, uh, both like in product innovation side and also launching and these are all consumer electronics type of uh, gigs. So we worked actively with Silicon Valley and everything else. So they were gadgets basically, and we would help them, uh, you know, like products that would end up in CES, like robots, holographic displays. We had some flying cars clients and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, my big sort of shift, um, alhamdulillah, was like a few years ago, um, we had like a number of like deaths in the family. There were four deaths in our family. And it had like a wake up call type of effect on me, you know, because I said, what, you know, you, you sort of take stock of what you're doing in your career. And I said, like a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, it, it sounds cool. You know, it's the type of stuff that entrepreneurs look up to and they read TechCrunch and they say, wow, you know, making gadgets. But it's not getting me anywhere close to Akhara, right? None of these projects are for anything more than just making a gadget or a accessory for a phone or something like that. Um, so we need to do something or I need to do something personally, which, uh, which is more Akhira oriented. So that's kind of like the start of the journey. So I pivoted my company. So we would only take in social impact related clients initially or clients, uh, within Muslim context. So within that, you know, like I mentioned the deaf Muslim community, or mm-hmm. we worked on solutions for widows, like after, if their husband passes away, like how fast can they get their inheritance? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, this is a real problem in certain scenarios where the woman is in, in her idda period, so she can't leave the house. But within that time, she needs the money, right? So so this required, you know, technological sort of innovation solutions to work around the bottlenecks and stuff like that. So um, it's still like using the core skill set of technology innovation, but now applying it to problems which actually touch human beings a lot more directly. And uh, it's just personally much more satisfying. And also like knowing that it is, you know, within the context of our communities, like because of being a Muslim, I can then understand these, these nuances of why a woman wouldn't be able to leave the house in her idda period. You know, like <laughs> these are things that in a typical like Silicon Valley sort of app studio may not be able to understand. Right. So I think, you know, this, this type of journey has been what's, been transformi- transformative in many ways, both professionally and personally, because I've had a much better understanding of, I mean, th- those are deeper conversations, like much, much better understanding of what it means to be successful, what it means to have wealth or not have wealth, when to, you know, just do projects for free, because you're still getting something out of it, or you're still making some impact, or stuff like that. Um, I see. But yeah, that's been kind of like, uh, that's been my journey, like... <laughs> Uh, trying to do whatever I can is how I'd sort of define it now is we just do whatever we can with the gifts that Allah SWT has given us to do good in the world. I see. I mean, so what you were saying is that you were just engineer, you're doing cool gadgets, but somehow you were not fulfilled, right? In a way. Mm-hmm. So then death happened. It was like a wake up call and you're saying, look, what am I doing actually? Am I doing something 
like long lasting i guess that's the question right in the today like not only like like a long term thing yeah you can make a gadget which is fine it's you get money and it's for for some people it makes a difference but i think a question deep question was like am i actually doing something that is actually beyond like time and space like that actually what what, what i mean is that uh, like there are things you're impacting people in a way that's uh, that's a much more a long-term impact or like a, something like a legacy that's what you're looking for is is, is that correct right that i said correctly yeah not so much legacy but you know just being more akhara focused to say okay. um you know is this thing really what allah subhanahu wa want us want me to do right now or is this something which is um you know helping to make someone else's life better in a very meaningful actionable specific way right um you know like legacy is like a conversation that i i think i haven't even started thinking about really but um, <laughs> more about <laughs> but this is more about you know let's waking up and focusing on um how can we make a difference uh through you know whatever allah has given us like it could be through the company or through my specific uh, any skills or talents or any knowledge that he has given me but also it could be like through something else like it could be through photography it could be through anything else really but um but yeah specifically on the company side it is um channelizing like all of the sort of engine of innovation that we have which is a very good and potent engine alhamdulillah uh, and then focusing it on some of the most challenging problems there are because like uh, separately to this like the challenge in the social development and social impact space is that the non-profits are not thinking innovatively they're doing the same thing again and again um and it's not really making a much of a difference right people like the karam foundation are the very few rare charities that have come across who are trying to you know rethink education or or you know try something new so um i i just you know i feel that i'm not doing anything special i just feel like we should have 100 more people doing what i'm doing or or you know we should, uh, we need a lot more people basically in this space to be able to make the type of difference we need to i see uh inshallah but um Tell you know me. we just have to start somehow <laughs> absolutely absolutely i mean uh, speaking of, of of this kind of initiatives tell me uh like i think uh, tell me the project you guys are doing for the orphans for your team like how did it start how you came to be what is the bad can you tell us more about this sure yeah alhamdulillah um it's been such a fascinating sort of wild ride we've only launched like a little over a week ago but uh, basically in my because of my work you know um i get to hamda travel um around the world quite a bit and uh, one of my sort of hobbies is photography and one of my you know fascinations from photography became about ph- photographing like masajid or photographing islamic history and things like that you know cool so when, whenever i was in any country like my first sort of go to thing was let's go check out the local mosque and you know take photos of it um so alhamdulillah like over uh, a few years i've sort of amassed my own sort of collection of photographs um this year i thought okay well i should do something with it you know again like do something for for good or for khair through that so my first thought was um you know just in a small scale i'll just sort of put my photography as prints and then you know uh, raise some funds through that by offering it to friends and family mm-hmm. so i did a small campaign in rajab for that it was very very diminished and quiet um but then you know at the end of that i put put this up as a website to say well if someone wants to like buy it from anywhere in the world we could i could potentially like ship a print to them as well 
And then I forgot about it. So when Ramadan came around, um, I had a few people email me and say, well, um, do you still have that website up? Do you want to buy some gifts for Eid? Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, that's interesting. So I I said, okay, if you're going to do this again, uh, why don't we like involve other photographers? So I asked um, a bunch of photographers uh, and artists if they wanted to also be a part of this campaign with us. And alhamdulillah, like I'm so blessed and honored that so many people have just immediately, very quickly came together and said, this is great, let's do this. And they're offering like incredible photography. So, so basically what this project is, is we have some really renowned photographers who are coming together to raise funds for orphans. And the reason, the way they're doing it is they're offering really rare and beautiful uh, pieces of their art for sale. So you can buy a print and, you know, get it in your home um, as wall art. But 100% of the profits from that sale goes towards um, helping orphans. Um, and particularly, we've partnered with the Karam Foundation that I mentioned earlier because they have a very specifically interesting educational program for and they're, you know, taking care of some orphan families in Istanbul and in Rihanli in Turkey. But um, but that's the idea. So we have a network of printers all over the world. So we can actually do worldwide free shipping. Um, and we have, we just launched um, a little over a week ago. And it's been an overwhelming uh, just response. Like we've getting orders from the US, Canada, UK, Scotland, Oman, Qatar, <laughs> UAE, Australia, all over the world, really. Uh, yeah. Alhamdulillah. And, and, and it's been interesting because like I've been trying to really figure out like how did like it strike such a chord in the community. And people are telling me that it's making them happy. I don't know why. Like they're saying that it's making them happy because the art is really good art from the Islamic world. It speaks to our context and it is for a good cause. So when you're buying something from the side, it really makes you feel good that you're helping orphans in the process. And it's this, it's a symbiosis. The artist is giving or donating for the sake of orphans and the person buying it is donating for the sake of orphans and all of them are coming together in this way, you know? And so I'm just really, really blessed to be like in, in the midst of all of these amazing people trying to sort of um, <laughs> be a witness, I guess, so to everything going on. Uh, but yeah, that's basically what the campaign is. So we've launched at the end, at the last week of Ramadan. We're going to continue this uh, at least until the end of June, inshallah. Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, the idea is to, um, you know, help uh, the yatim through this. So that's why the website is called For Yatim. Mm -hmm. uh, it means for orphan, right? The yatim is, uh, what, what, what is, I think yatim is also an Arabic word, right? Because also in Asian as well, I remember it means orphan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yatim in Arabic and Persian is, uh, means uh, orphan, also in Turkish. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, so for orphans, I mean, that's our... Usually, <laughs> we do this uh, for for i mean i guess yeah this is what we do is like usually we, we charge clients but if you have a video right mm -hmm. one of the things we can offer you by the end of your campaign by the end of june we can offer from the advertising our our, our side inshallah free of charge we can offer our services to help you to boost it even further you know but the reason mm -hmm. i'm saying is that so if you have the video because we know from our experience the videos convert better yeah mm -hmm. you have beautiful images which is cool um, but but I think if you have the video, it will be even further. Like we see like a couple of times X 
um, mm. what's called the, the conversion, right? So that's something, yeah, mm. I don't want to discuss here, but I will discuss with you like a bit later, but that's something I think we can have to offer. But I think, as I said, the reason when you do something, you know what I noticed that when you do something for others, right? Not only mm-hmm. for your own benefit, especially for orphans. In Islam, as you mentioned, they have a special, very special place. And I think many people in the community come together, they really want to help you, right? And because they know that it's not for your own pocket, uh, but everything is you're saying is, is going for the very noble cause. And I think that's what happens that people see that and say, wow, that's amazing leadership. You know, I want to join. I want to, I want to, I want to be part of this, you know, that's some, so good. It feels like, so I think that's, that's what you were asking. You don't know why. I think that's why, you know, people feel mm-hmm. good because they're getting a value, right? They are mm-hmm. buying something that's beautiful, beautify their home, reminding mm-hmm. of them who they are. At the same time, they are helping someone out there to an orphan. And, and I think, yeah, I mean, that's amazing. You know, I mean, like, that's something we cannot explain, right? I think at the end of the day, like you have been mentioning from the beginning, like as humans, like part of our journey is to growth, right? To, to mm-hmm. We want to grow as a human being. But at some point, we reach a point that we want to start contributing, right? We have gotten mm-hmm. so much from other people. If you look at your like childhood, if I look at my childhood, I got so many good things from Allah mm-hmm. Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala through people, right? Some mm-hmm. people give me food, some people give me education. I'm so grateful. But now I'm in a state, now you're in a state. So may Allah make more of us in this state that we say, you know, um, I got so much, you know, more than enough. Alhamdulillah, and, and the question is, how can I pay back, you know? And right. I think that's that's what we are trying to do, I guess, in our own way. You, that's what you're trying to do, contributing, because Allah SWT blessed you so much. Right. Uh, Allah SWT blessed us so much, we have to give back. And I think our goal is that to help the ummah, right? How can we get them from being in the needy position to being right. a self-sufficient position so we can help the needy among ourselves, not only them, but also the humanity. That's what you are trying to do, I guess, right? In the long run, right. this is where we want to be. We want to be, as Prophet Sallallahu I think that the, the upper hand, the giving hand is better than the lower one, right? The getting mm-hmm. one. So may Allah, like, may Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala make most of us uh, reach that level. May Allah mm-hmm. like, increase what you do. Because I think that's a very noble thing. It's, I'm, I'm truly touched, I think, I'm, 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 I'm really touched to be honest. Mashallah. May Allah reward you. And thank you so much for your generous offer and like all of these nice comments. I mean, I'm, I'm truly humble. I'm, I'm humbled by uh, everyone coming together and I'm humbled by so many people like yourself, like who are, like you said, like just saying, Hey, uh, this is a noble cause. How can we help? You know, how can we take it forward and, and support you guys? Um, and so I'm really, really uh, blessed to be in the midst of all of this. And Absolutely. inshallah, like our goal, um, again, like I think the the thing that resonates even to us individually uh, as the photographers and, and to me personally is the fact that we are in it entirely 100% for orphans. Like our intention is that, right? Um, we're not really trying to um, gain anything for ourselves, even like to the point that uh, to some degree, we have to talk about the project, but at the same time, there's a desire for me to not talk about this at all in case it comes back to benefit me in any way. You know, like mm-hmm. it has to be about the cause, about the foundation, and about what we're trying to do, inshallah. And yeah, I'd love, uh, you know, and for anyone listening, if you'd like to support us in any way, that would be great as well. But um, Brother Maruf, we'll like, thank we'll you so we'll much. We'll also, we'll also share the link as well, inshallah, in the show notes. 
Inshallah, uh, that's that that's that's a great cause. Um, is there uh, other, some, is there anything you would like to mention? Like, is there any question I should have asked? Maybe I haven't asked. Uh, maybe you want to mention? No, I th I think it's uh it's it's wonderful. Um, uh, thank you again for having me on this show and uh, getting a chance to talk about what we're doing. And just you know, uh, I always say like you know. You know, you keep us in your du'as, and more importantly, keep the yatim in your du'as. Uh, one of the reasons what motivated me to like do this is I heard from the Karam Foundation that uh, because of the COVID shutdowns, uh, actually, I, I guess I can elaborate on this a little bit. Because of the COVID shutdowns, the orphan families, especially in Istanbul, have been affected fairly um, intensely. Because normally, what happens is, um, let's say there's a you know, orphan families, like a single parent family, um, you know, we've, uh, alhamdulillah, I'm glad that, you know, so many people have mobilized around it from within our campaign. Uh, and I hope that people continue to support that. Um, sure. Because, um, you know, alhamdulillah, like at least in Turkey, the lockdowns are starting to ease up. Um, but at the same time, these families who are the most vulnerable, uh, they still need our support as much as we can provide for them. Uh, and you, you, you said this absolutely correctly that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has given us so much. Alhamdulillah. Um, that at some point we just have to, you know, uh, say whatever we can do to give back is, is the best thing we can do. Absolutely. Um, Osama, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing story. Uh, may Allah uh, increase you in knowledge and the deeds which will benefit you and your family and the, and, and and the humanity, you know, here and hereafter. And, uh, you know, may Allah increase this kind of partnerships, you know, between Muslims and, and non-Muslims. It doesn't matter, right, for the greater cause, right, especially right. for the orphans and for other causes as well. You see, this is what happens, right? When you look back, like, if you said yourself, I'm going to be just engineer, I'm just in one box, you may right. not necessarily be in this position right now. Since you said, right, look, exactly. the box doesn't define me. I'm not more, I'm more than an engineer. <laughs> I actually want to look at the world. I see what this problem is. I want to be the, the solution I want to see, right? And that's just mm -hmm. this attitude that makes a huge difference, right? And mobilize people and inspires people to take action. And may Allah make, so make more of us like that. I think that's the, mm -hmm. that's the best example to, uh, to be in, I guess. Having said that, <laughs> I am going to... Say salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for being here. Um, okay, thank you so much. Dear listener, based on many requests from our listeners, we are launching a Muslims on Fire Academy. It's for those who want to do more than just listening. It's for those who not only want to be inspired, but to be one of the Muslims on Fire as well. It's for those who want to discover their purpose in life, follow their dreams, and live in prosperity. If this is you, join us for a journey of a lifetime. The introduction course is free. Learn more at academy.muslimsonfire.com. Learn more at academy.muslimsonfire.com. For show notes and questions for episodes, please visit www.muslimsonfire.com. Subscribe on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please rate, share with friends, and leave a review. With your help, it will enable us to reach more people and change their lives for the better. Stay tuned. 
Until next time, Assalamu Alaikum. <laughs>